young people, middle school and high school students will make their way to Dave & Buster's from 1 to 3 for a time of fellowship and play. The cost is $10 per person. That includes a $25 power card and unlimited video games and add-ons. You can register through the upcoming events webpage by Wednesday, December 28th at 11.59 p.m. Watch night worship, amen, is December, Saturday, December 31st. It's going to be at 5 o'clock p.m. We will not be here from 5 until midnight. Amen. Let the church say amen. And we will be back the next morning at 9.30 a.m. on January 1st. We are still praying for a social media manager slash content creator. Want you to pray with us, Watch Chapel. If you know anybody, your grandson, daughter, amen, somebody in your circle of influence who might fit the bill of what we're looking for, encourage them to apply. Watch Chapel, I want to thank you for your faithfulness in giving throughout the pandemic and throughout 2022. God has been faithful. You have been faithful. And I want to commend you for your faithfulness in serving and giving. COVID is still real. Amen. The flu is on the rise. RSV has emerged. Yet God has been faithful and you have been faithful. To God be the glory for the great things God is doing. Amen. And as God is continuing to be faithful, I ask that we would, as a church, would continue to be faithful in our giving and tithing. There are several ways to give Watch Chapel. You can give electronically, watchchapel.org backslash giving. You can give in person through black standing lock offering boxes in the vestibule. You can mail your tithes, 3703. Tryon Road, Watch Chapel, I mean Watch Chapel, 3703, Raleigh, North Carolina, 27606. You can text to give, WCMBC 73256. You can give through PayPal, stewardship at watchchapel.org, or you can give through Cash App, which is dollar sign, Watch Chapel. Please include your full name. Thank you so much for your faithfulness in serving and in giving. As we go to God in prayer, we want to pray for members of our congregation far and near. Amen. Hold up. want to pray for Brother Gary Atkinson, Sr., Sister Angela Berry, Brother Dwayne Brooks, who's with us today. Give us a wave, Brother Dwayne. <laughs> Brother Joshua Bussey, Sister Tanya Coachman, Sister Nicole Collins, Sister Ella Darden, Sister Petrina Elliott. It's an asterisk beside her name. She received a promotion. We want to pray for her. 
Brother Gerald Good, Sister Janisha Hennigan, Brother Keith Israel, Deacon Sherwin Joyner, Sister Melissa Mack, Deacon Curtis McCafferty, Deaconess Kendra McCafferty, Sister Carolyn Smith, Sister Mary Thomas, Deaconess Wilma Weeks, Sister Pamela Williams. I want to pray for the family of Sister Chestina Dunstan as her brother Chester Singletary passed from labor to reward. We want to pray for the family of Brother Quando Gerse as his mother, Sister Ellen Aileen Gerse, passed from labor to reward. Her funeral was held on Friday in South Boston, Virginia. I want to pray for Sister Donita Harrison as her sister passed from labor to reward. Her brother, I believe, in Georgia. We also want to pray for Sister Tammy Webb as her father, Merkel Russell of Beaumont, Texas, passed from labor to reward. On this Wednesday, I want us to pray for anti-suicide efforts. Mental health is real. We want to be healthy, not just physically, but mentally, psychologically, emotionally, and strong spiritually. It's okay to have Jesus and a therapist. And I'm going to say this, and take it how you want to. Some of y'all going to get mad. Black folk got to get out of that stuff. I ain't telling nobody my business. I ain't going to sit there and talk to nobody. If you break your ankle and you try to medicate it yourself, well, say no more. Black folk have dealt with trauma. Trauma, we got generational trauma. So don't anybody believe it's sinful to have a psychologist, a psychiatrist, or a counselor. If you need help, get the help you need. We want you here. We want you healthy. Your family wants you here. Your family wants you healthy, whole, sane, in your right mind. Saw the tragedy the other day of that young brother on Ellen DeGeneres' show who tragically took his own life. You can't tell what somebody's going through by looking at them. So on Wednesday, I want us to give up meats and sweets as we pray for anti-suicide efforts. If you need help, there are people who can help you. Call out the names of people, circumstances, situations as we go to God in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you, God, for life, wellness, Thank you for resources that you've given us in our lives. 
Thank you for protection, provision. We don't take any blessing for granted, God, but we thank you for everything that you've done and are doing. We pray now for every person on our intercession list. Pray, God, for healing, wellness, recovery, restoration. We pray, God, for issues on our hearts and in our lives. Pray, God, that you be a way maker. Pray, God, for restoration. Pray for reconciliation for those who are estranged. We pray, God, for sanity and wellness for those who are emotionally, psychologically troubled. Pray, God, for caregivers. Lord, we pray for Watch Chapel. Shape us into the church that you've called us to be. Fill us all with the Holy Spirit so we might be used for your glory. We pray for people who are traveling to and from, beginning to travel. Lord, protect, keep us safe from hurt, harm, or danger. Use us throughout this holiday season. I pray now for those for whom this season is especially tough. Those who have said their earthly goodbyes, those who are grieving, those who feel lonely, those who are estranged, Heal, encourage, bless, touch in the strong name of Jesus. People of God said amen. 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 I want to call your attention to the first chapter of the gospel according to Luke. Luke chapter 1, I want to begin reading at verse 26. If you're physically able, please stand for the reading of God's word. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid. Mary, you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. You are to call him Jesus. He will be great, will be called the son of the most high. Lord God will give him the throne of his father David he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked, the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. She who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. 
I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May the word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Amen.
prepared to preach, I want to acknowledge the presence of college students who are back home for the break. If you're a college student, please stand, be it undergrad, graduate school. I see a good chunk of amen. 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 I've been in this preaching series, Who Do I Need in My Life? And <clears throat> since the beginning of this series, I've talked about different types of people we need. Last time I preached, I said that uh, godly men need godly women. Godly women need godly men. Amen. We need consecrated critics, we need encouragers, we need intercessors, we need spiritual leaders, we need God. Today I want to talk about I need the Holy Ghost. Before I pray, I want to acknowledge the newest couple in the life of Watch Chapel. They jumped the broom yesterday, Brother Greg and Sister Keisha, amen. Got married and came to church, amen. <laughs> amen. Y'all married now. Congratulations, congratulations. Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you for life, health, Saturday wellness, thank you for your word. Anoint, bless, touch, use me, your words, my mouth. Remove every distraction, give us ears to hear. Speak, Lord, let your word go forth with power. In Jesus' name, amen. I need... Holy Spirit. Or as the King James says, I need the Holy Ghost. Among many things, the Gospel of Luke highlights the activity, importance, and significance of the Holy Spirit. While all 66 books that make up the Holy Bible, the activity, importance, and significance of the Holy Spirit, Luke, more than any other inspired biblical writer, highlights the activity, importance, and significance of the Holy Ghost. If you have read Gospel according to Luke, and the companion Acts of the Apostles narrative, then you are aware of how Luke highlights the activity, importance, and significance of the Holy Ghost. According to the Christmas narrative that we find in the beginning chapters that make up the gospel according to Luke, the Holy Ghost plays a vital role 
in the lives of everyone involved in the Christmas drama. Without the activity and power of the Holy Ghost, there is no Christmas story. Without the Holy Spirit, Micah does not prophesy the who and where of Jesus' birth. Without the Holy Ghost, Isaiah does not prophesy that Jesus will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Without the Holy Ghost, John and Elizabeth do not participate in prenatal praise about the birth of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Without the Holy Ghost, Gabriel does not fulfill his angelic assignment. Without the Holy Ghost, Mary and Joseph do not stick and stay together in the midst of scandal, rumor, and innuendo. Without the Holy Ghost, the shepherds do not share the good news of Jesus' birth. Without the Holy Ghost, the Magi don't come from a thousand miles away bearing gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh to worship a Savior they have not yet met. Without the Holy Ghost, there is no Christmas story. Can I preach this? According to this particular story in Luke's Gospel, chapter 1, we encounter the activity and power of the Holy Spirit in the life of a virgin woman engaged to be married to a man by the name of Joseph. Mary does not become Mary without the power of the Holy Ghost working in her life. As the soon-to-be mother of our Savior and Lord. Mary needs the Holy Ghost to fulfill her assignment. Mary cannot fulfill her assignment in her own power. Mary cannot rely on her looks, her intellect, her pedigree, but Mary needs the power of the Holy Spirit to do what God is calling her to do. If Mary does not allow God to work in her through the Holy Ghost, Mary will be unable to fulfill her assignment as the soon-to-be mother of our Savior and Lord. And like Mary needed the power and activity of the Holy Ghost in her life, as the people of God, we need the Holy Ghost to be active, operative, and powerful in our lives. I wish I had some Bible believers in the room today. None of us, help me preach this, can live the Christian life in our own power. If you seek to live the Christian life in your own power, we will be disappointed, 
frustrated and fail. But all of us, from the pulpit to the parking lot, the ushers, the tenors, the media ministry need the power of the Holy Ghost to be and do what God has called us to do. Maybe that is the problem with the contemporary church. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe that's your problem. We try to live and do in our own power instead of asking, seeking, and relying on the power of the Holy Spirit to work on us, to work in us, and to work through us. Can I preach this? In our own power, we can't love. In our own power, we can't preach. In our own power, we cannot serve. We cannot forgive. We cannot teach. We cannot sing. We cannot witness. We cannot worship. We cannot grow. We cannot go. We cannot do ministry or represent Christ in Jesus' name. But I need a thousand folk online and in person to testify it takes the power of the Holy Ghost to be and do what God calls me to be and do. I can look good but have no power. We can be packed but have no power. We can sound good but have no power. I can be eloquent, but have no power. I can be cosmetically and aesthetically appealing, but have no power. Power. Come on, help me preach this. If we're going to fulfill our assignments, it takes the power of the Holy Ghost in our lives. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. When the Holy Ghost is operative in your life, you can preach with power. You can sing to the glory of God comes. You can minister under the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost makes the difference. According to this, New Testament text, Watch Chapel, we see the power that the Holy Ghost makes in the life of Mary. Without, in the words of Luke, the Holy Ghost coming upon her and overshadowing her, Mary would have gone down in history as a could have been. Last thing we want is to go down in history as could have been. The could have been Baptist church. The could have been man of God. The could have been woman of God. The could have been person that God could have used for the glory of God to bless other lives, to fulfill our assignment, but we didn't allow the Holy Spirit to make a difference in our lives. 
How does the Holy Spirit make a difference in Mary's life? The Holy Ghost makes a difference in her life because God uses the Holy Spirit to communicate her call. Holy Ghost communicates the call for Mary to be the mother of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. God hadn't called anybody else in the cosmos to be the mother of our Savior and Lord except Mary. And Mary is attuned to the voice of God as God calls her to be the mother of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. The Holy Ghost, let me preach this watch chapel, is not vague, is not ambiguous, but the Holy Ghost, and let me just, let me preach this the way the Holy Ghost gives it to me. The Holy Ghost ain't a it or a thing. The Holy Ghost is an intelligent third person of the Trinity. Help me preach this. The Holy Ghost ain't Casper, the friendly ghost. It ain't a haint. It ain't nothing spooky. It ain't nothing superstitious. It ain't nothing uh, spooky. But the Holy Ghost is a person that is wise, intelligent, and used by God. And according to this text, the Holy Spirit communicates Mary's call. Mary is called to be the instrument by which the Christ child will come into the earth. Maybe I need to listen to the Holy Spirit concerning what God is calling me to be and do at this season in my life. God has a call for everybody. Everybody's not called to be a preacher, a teacher. Everybody's not called to be an evangelist. But God has a call for everybody based upon the gifts and talents that God has given you. Don't run out on your call. Don't ignore your call. Don't trivialize your call. God has a call for you and for me. And if you and I are attuned to God communicating through the Holy Spirit, God will communicate our call. God is calling somebody to be a sanctified lawyer. God has called somebody to be a loving educator. God is calling somebody to be a sanctified blue-collar worker. Y'all ain't talking to me. God is calling you to be a sanctified social worker. God is calling you to be a sanctified teller at the bank. God needs believers everywhere. We think only people God calls are the preacher. God needs more than preachers. God needs you to serve where God has planted you. 
If God has planted you in corporate America, serve God in corporate America. If God has called you to be a local politician, serve God through the political realm. If God has called you to work in the field of education, serve God as an educator. If God has called you to be an HBCU president, serve to the glory of God wherever God has called you. God has called Mary to be the mother of our Savior and Lord. What if Rosa Parks ignored her call on preach pastor? What if Carter G. Woodson ignored his call? What if Mary McLeod Bethune ignored her call? What if Benjamin Elijah Mays ignored his call. What if Ben Carson, the earlier version? Y'all are... Ignored his call. Somebody somewhere is depending on us to do what God has called us to do. Let me run that by somebody. Somebody somewhere is depending upon us to do what God has called us to do. It might seem small. It might seem trivial. It might seem insignificant. But somebody somewhere is blessed by you and I fulfilling our call. Mary, Counters the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost communicates her call, not just communicates her call. The Holy Ghost provides angelic assurance. According to the text, God sends an angel by the name of Gabriel to provide angelic assurance to Mary concerning what God has called her to do. Mary receives word, help me sisters. She's engaged to be married to Joe. Her and Joe have not gotten to know each other. Come on, I'm in the Bible. In that way, come on, I'm keeping it classy. Yet Mary is pregnant. Wonders how. Doesn't know what could be going on. God has been communicating to her that she is extraordinary. God is going to do something with her supernatural that has never been done before. She's heard about the virgin birth. Amen. Raised in a good Hebrew school. She has read the Old Testament about God using a virgin to bring about the child who's the Messiah has no idea it's going to be her. But God sends an angel by the name of Gabriel to provide assurance to Mary. Sometimes God will call, but we need angelic assurance. 
How many of us have ever doubted what God has called us to do? How many of us have ever had second or third thoughts about what God has told us to do? How many of us have said, God, are you sure you're talking about me? You, you could be talking about Pookie or Peaches. You could be talking about Bebe or Bam Bam. You, you could be talking about somebody else. You could be talking about Odell or LeVert, but are you talking about me? Gabriel says, no, marry you. Fear not, for the child you are going to give birth to is the Messiah. The Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and give birth supernaturally, miraculously. And I am here to provide angelic assurance to quench your doubts overcome and fight your fears so you might do what God has called you to do. The Holy Spirit, watch chapel, makes a difference by providing angelic assurance. I believe in angels. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. If you have lived, come on now, I need my real folk to say amen. Some of us, I'm talking to somebody right now because some of us would not be here where we are, sane, sober, in our right mind without God sending and providing angelic assurance. Thought you were going to lose your mind, but God sent an angel. The car was total, but you walked away because God sent an angel. Nobody was there to speak up for you, but you had somebody run interference for you because God sent an angel. You were tongue-tied and stuttering, but God gave you articulation because God sent an angel. Do I have a thousand folk in person, online? Come on, can I go old school all day and all night? Angels, keep watching over me. Y'all sit down. God sends an angel to encourage Mary. Angel provided assurance that yes, I'm going to use you. Yes, you are the person. Yes, Jesus is the Messiah. And the Holy Ghost has a way of providing assurance in the midst of our doubts. Let me close. Watch Chapel. Holy Ghost makes a difference in our life because the Holy Ghost communicates the call. The Holy Ghost provides angelic assurance. But the Holy Ghost inspires the impossible. Help me preach this watch chapel. As Gabriel is communicating with Mary, Gabriel is communicating what has already happened and what is going to happen. Gabriel is communicating on behalf of the Holy Ghost that Mary is going to give birth in spite of the fact that she is a virgin. Everybody here, amen, 10 and up understands biology and physiology. 
I don't have to take you to a sixth grade science class, amen. But we know virgins do not give birth. Amen, somebody. And not only do virgins not give birth, amen, somebody, postmenopausal women. Come on, I'm just in the Bible right now. I ain't, I ain't hating, I'm just preaching, amen? Do not give birth. Yet Gabriel says, not only are you going to give birth, but your cousin Elizabeth, come on, talk to me, who is postmenopausal, is already pregnant six months with your distant cousin by the name of John, who you encountered a few weeks ago, who started praising God in her womb when you came into the room because I have the ability to do the impossible. Come on, I'm closing right now. And somebody knows that God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, can inspire the impossible. And the text says what is impossible with man is possible with God. I'm going to my seat right now, but that ought to make somebody praise God because despite the circumstances, God can make it happen. Mary is a virgin, but God supernaturally impregnated Mary and gave birth to a bouncing baby boy by the name of Jesus. An old woman by the name of Elizabeth was postmenopausal, barren her whole life, but God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, made it happen. And if God can allow an old woman and a young virgin to become pregnant, God can do the impossible in your life. Do I have a witness on this Sunday morning? Don't tell God what God can do. Don't place restrictions or limitations on God. If God can do it then, I said God can do it now. I said if God can do it then, God can do it now. Do I have a witness on this Sunday morning? Does anybody know God can do the impossible? Have you seen God work? Have you seen God heal? Have you seen God deliver? Have you seen God make ways? Have you seen God deliver? Yes, he can. I said, yes, he can. Yes, he can. God can. I said he can. Stand to your feet if you're able. An old woman with an old man. Not an old woman and a young man, an old, two old folk. Some of y'all saying, don't bless me like that. <laughs> Lead that for Mary. God still does the impossible. Don't put limits on God. Don't put restrictions on God. Don't tell God what God cannot do. 
might seem impossible, might seem far-fetched. Oh, that was there. No, God still does the miraculous. You just ain't been around the right folk. You just ain't been listening to testimonies. You just ain't been tuned into the right frequency. You, you don't listen to enough gospel music. You don't have enough Christian friends. You don't have enough people who are telling their testimony. God still does the miraculous. God still heals. God still delivers. God still provides miraculously. God can still turn around circumstances. There may be somebody on this Sunday morning, my sister, my brother, you're not saved. You don't have a church home, but you're here on this Sunday morning and you need a savior, you need a church home. I want you to raise your hand wherever you are. Our deacons are in the aisle. They will lead you to Christ. You're not saved. You don't understand what salvation means and you want to accept Jesus. Raise your hand wherever you are. Raise your hand wherever you are. Or you're saved, but you don't have a church home and you want to join Watch Chapel. Raise your hand, my sister. Raise your hand, my brother. There's somebody right there. Amen. Deacon. You want to join Watch Chapel? You want to accept Jesus? You come wherever you are. Just raise your hand high. Amen. We want to lead you to Christ. And maybe somebody else. Y'all have heard my, so if you've been here for a minute, you've heard my testimony. From the time I was four to the time I was 11, I had a stutter. And I believe in speech pathology. I am the benefit and beneficiary of speech pathology, but I also believe that the Holy Spirit untied my tongue. I believe in science and the Holy Ghost. Y'all ain't never seen me that mad that I stutter. Now, if you, if, you, if you ever hear me stutter now, you better watch out now. Because I, because I, done, I, done, I done seen red. Amen. <laughs> like, all oh, shucks. I tell you what God can do. I, I'm saying that to tell you what God can do. God can do what we think God, don't put limits on God. And let me help somebody, here's the shout. Just cause it hadn't happened yet don't mean it ain't gonna happen. <clears throat> you think about Zachariah and Elizabeth. They had given up hope. They were still praying, but they weren't praying the way they were praying in their 20s and 30s. Y'all to get that later. 
you, <laughs> you get a certain age, you ain't praying that prayer no more. You be like, well, that's done. Uh, we we gonna adopt a baby. We down the road. He old, she old. God supernaturally changes the laws of physiology and they give birth to John the Baptist. Don't tell me what God can't do. There may be somebody else. Raise your hand, my sister. Raise your hand, my brother. You want to unite with Watch Chapel? You want to accept Jesus? You're here. You may be online. I want you to go to the Contact Us tab, Unite with Watch Chapel. My sister, my brother, go to the Contact Us tab, the QR code. You can unite with Watch Chapel. There may be somebody here in person. You need God to do something major in your life. I want you to come to the altar. You've been saying, you've almost given up hope. It can't, I don't think it's going to, it can happen, it happened for them, but it ain't going to happen for me. I want you to come to the altar. I want to pray for your hope. I want to pray for your faith. I want to pray for your belief. Sometimes because it hadn't happened, we don't think it's going to happen. Just because it hadn't happened yet don't mean it won't happen. Just because it hasn't happened yet does not mean it will not happen. Just because somebody needs to hear that word, just because it has not happened yet does not mean it will not happen. God still has power. Lord, I pray right now for every man and woman in the life of this congregation. I pray for everybody who's going to hear this sermon throughout this week, throughout the end of the year. I pray, God, for the faith of every man and woman at this altar, those in the sanctuary, those who are watching on our various platforms. I pray, God, for our radical, crazy faith and belief in your ability to do the amazing. Lord, renew our faith. Renew our faith. Strengthen our faith. Build up our faith in you. Touch now in Jesus' name. Give us the faith of Abraham and Sarah the faith of an old man named Zachariah and an old woman named Elizabeth, a virgin named Mary to believe you can do the impossible. Though we believe you in spite of circumstances. Lord, strengthen our faith. Renew our faith. Build up our faith. I pray now for Watch Chapel that we be a church that encourages people to believe God. Not just to believe in you, but to believe you. Touch now, strengthen in the strong name of Jesus. Build up our faith. Lord, change our circle so we have people in our lives who will testify 
who will speak life to us, who will encourage us, raise up new friends, raise up new girlfriends, new brothers in Christ, new sisters in Christ who will be life speakers, hope dealers, who bless us with their testimony. In Jesus' name, we believe you, God. We believe you, God. We believe you, God. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. Amen. Don't leave. We want to celebrate our young people. Amen. Miss Adrian, come on. Amen. We want to celebrate our young people. Good morning, Watch Chapel. I am here today to recognize the Watts Scholars who have made the AB and A honor roll for the first quarter. If the um, scholars are here, as I call your name, would you please stand so you can be recognized? I ask that the congregation hold their applause until um, each grade level has been, um, has been announced. Elementary school, Avery Crumpler, Brett Dixon, Lauren Hankins, Charis Holloway, Layla James, Kirsten Lanier, Morgan Lawrence, Lauren Lennon, Mariah Mack, London Reed, Sanaya Spears, Sparks, I'm sorry, Caden Spears, Avery Wallace, Janiah Witted, and Carter Wood. These are our elementary school honor roll students. Middle school. Caden Cole, Anthony Gales, Aiden Holmes, Ava Holmes, Zoe Mack, Layla Michael, Catherine Privet, Sage Winstead, Jonah El Amin Witherspoon. Congratulations to our middle school honor roll first quarter students. High school, Kayla Coburn, Mia Coburn, Quentin Edmonds, Angel Gales, Matthew Hankins, Natalie Hardy, Olivia Hardy, Bryce Harrison, Brayson Jackson, Camille Johnson, Kendall Lanier, Jordan Leal, Ronald Mazik II, Jordan McBride, 
Alexander Okoli, Ray Reagan Jr., Jeremiah Senegal, Xavier Sparks, Joshua Spears, McKenna Telfair, Madison Telfair, Daniel Veal, Landon Wallace, Kai White, and Jonathan Winstead II. Congratulations to our high school first quarter honorable students. Please remember that you will receive your, your certificates via email with notification about how to retrieve your, um, your token of recognition. Uh, congratulations to each and every one of our Watts scholars. And I ask that Watts Chapel continue to support and be the wind underneath the wings of each of our students as they continue to pursue their academic excellence. Remember, it takes a village to raise a child. God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for your support of our Watt Scholars. Let's praise God for our Watt Scholars ministry. Amen. It recognizes and encourages our young people. Want to see you here today at 5 o'clock p.m. Amen. The Living Christmas Card. Amen. We'll see you at 5. The Ravens already lost, so. Whew. May the grace of Chuck teasing me too. May the grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest rule of the Bible with us until we shall meet again. Let the people of God say amen. 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 Let's follow the direction of our ushers. It's good to know he has come to rest. 